When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It is October 18th, 2023. We are here to talk AEW Dynamite. We're here to talk Sting. He has announced when he's retiring. We got all kinds of news for you. We got Alex Pawlowski here. Alex, how you doing? Uh, doing, doing all right. Um, the fam is doing fall stuff pretty much every day now. There's there's some kind of Halloween thing, uh, a a hayride, a a haunted walking tour or something. I just, I can't get, I, I, we we can't stop. We can't stop. It is, uh, yeah, it's fall. It's time to party. My God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready for for the fall season, Alex. I am I'm ready for the fall too. season. I was not ready for Sting's retirement. Does it have you no. in the fields? Mm-mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, it does. I, I I I here's the thing. I thought that after the buckle bomb in WWE, we'd never see him wrestle again anyway. So everything that we've gotten in AEW has been just gravy. So. It's been one of those situations, and I've I've mentioned this numerous times, that I will never take being able to see Sting perform for granted right. again. Yeah. I will I will never do that, especially yeah, you know, that, that WWE run left a lot to be desired, but man, there there's so much to get into, and uh, I'm really excited to talk about it. Get your super chats in, get your humper chats in. We would greatly appreciate it. Darren Walker says, Sean, any news where AR Fox is gone? Listen, he had that he had that one highlighted match on Dynamite after he was effectively removed from the Mogul Embassy affiliates. And uh other than that, I would you know, I, I think that he he also had the Tony Nice match too, I believe. Yeah. But he hasn't been used and they they were not happy that he was not forthright about the, the visa situation or status. So yeah. 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 And uh, unfortunately that's, that's where they're at. But guys, uh, as a reminder, get your super chats in, get your humper chats in. We would greatly appreciate that. Uh, we also had the hump today joined by Matt Cardona. So yeah. uh, we answered questions from him. That's a good time as well. But I, what did you think of dynamite in totality tonight? I thought there was a lot of really good stuff on it. Um, uh, I'm very excited about uh, multiple avenues uh, surrounding the top title in the company. Seems like there's no shortage of possible challengers. Everybody wants a piece of MJF. Um, this is this is good. Um, it's it's uh, it feels like what they're doing over on raw with gunther where there's all these suitors who want to want a piece of that title 
and it's 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 always nice when when the the prizes are sought after by as many people as possible because it makes the prizes seem better. Yeah, I I like that, and and you're you're building a number of people. You're building enough people to where it's not just, okay, oh, we need somebody, better get them a win type of thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're starting to see some familiar faces pop back up. Like tonight, this it's felt like a 2019 Dynamite. You had Emi Sakura popping up and Lance Archer mm-hmm. popping up. Yeah. Kenny Omega factored into the main event level scene as well that we're yeah. going to talk about. But Jay White defeated penta card blade did not do his job and catch no. Penta on that opening unsafe dive. worker gross gross tom mm-hmm. lavalley says jay white still has the triple b now card blade has the triple c the cardboard cutout championship yeah now book yoshihiko versus card blade i remember back in tk you coward I remember back in the day in the WWF attitude game they had head in the game and it was just mm. it was hands a feet and a head on that wretched ass game, yeah, uh, man, Penta has gotten himself into great shape. Jay really White has. always stays in great shape, but yeah, this was good stuff. And Penta is without Phoenix for a while. FightfulSelect.com, mm-hmm. the best five dollars in the business, best fifty four dollars a year in the business, reported last week that one of the reasons for the frequent international title changes is Phoenix wasn't supposed to win it to begin with, and he can't keep it. Because he's got visa issues. That's a bummer. Yeah. That is a bummer. I, I, I don't pretend to understand the ins and outs of of the uh, immigration and and work visa situation, but it does feel odd that they just can't figure out a way to get this guy to be able to work in the country where he works. You know, like yeah. that just feels like it's it just I don't understand. I don't understand how it does how, how it works like that. I will. I, what I do understand. Is that uh, Penta and Jay White can chop each other for for a hundred hours, and I'll watch every second of it because that was brutal and entertaining as hell. Uh, chop exchanges, uh, uh, they they're they're hit or miss. They're mostly hit for me. This one was was a home run. Just the way Jay White reacted to being chopped, ah, it was great. What a what a this was a really great match. I don't there. Penta pulled out some move like a backward spinning Death Valley drivers like sit out slam thing that I'd never seen before. There, there's some really good stuff in this match. This was a great one, honestly. Guys, I will ask Alex to uh, give some analysis on the next segment okay. while I do my best to rectify whatever internet issues that I have. So, uh, my apologies. What we'll do? Yeah. Look, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> That's <weird>. Bam. <laughs> so and Alex, up. what's what's the next segment? So I remember oh, it. Buddy, talk about. Oh, buddy, am I giving you one that you're gonna enjoy to talk about solo? Okay. Okay. The Nick Wayne and Mother interview. Enjoy, Alex. This guy leaves me with with the, with with the thing that I don't have anything to say about because I, I don't, what, what was this? JR like, I, I don't know. How could you do that to Darby Allen? He's your brother for God's sake. And your mom is here to everything you want to say to your mom. And Nick Wayne is just like, I am an angsty teenager. 
I hate you, mom, and I hate my dad. That's why I love Christian. I I didn't I didn't catch anything that he said there. That like hold on, it isn't NXT. You're right, Bad Rocket. You're right, Bad Rocket. It's not NXT. I got I got one here that doesn't involve NXT at all. Bang, no NXT. There you go. What the heck was this supposed to be? I expected a did he did he reveal why he hates his mom and I missed it? Did he reveal why he hates his mom? I I didn't I didn't I didn't see it. Um uh I I, I didn't see it. Um but I'm yeah, this this was um this was only good for Christian coming in, putting a hand on Nick Wayne's shoulder, being like, let's go, son. And then mom slapped Nick Wayne. It's like, oh, you're abusive. That's abusive behavior. You're gonna you'll be sorry you did that. Also, you you should have picked up the phone all those times I called. And then they go outside, uh, and then the mom is like this. Oh no, oh god, oh no, what have I done? Oh no, oh no, oh um yeah, that was <laughs> so they go outside and they get jumped by what I thought was sting, just because you know, why not? More sting. There was more sting, but uh it was Darby Allen who who apparently uh, beat up Christian enough by himself that he left him laying and then like took Nick Wayne into the parking lot where he like broke one of Nick Wayne's tooth teeth. Did he break a teeth? Break, break a tooth. Broke a tooth teeth. He, he, he broke more than one. It looked like, do you remember uh, WWE when Cesaro, when the bar was facing uh, Moxley and was it Rollins? Anyway, Cesaro took a took a, a jumped into the turnbuckle and clocked his teeth on the top of the ring post and it shoved his teeth into his gums. That's what it looked like happened to uh it 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 looked like it happened that happened to Nick Wayne. Um I would I, <laughs> I was not um I was not expecting that. You guys if if I'm doing a solo um <laughs> Lieutenant Photo asks SRS did you catch Kate's internet bug? I don't know. I don't know. And Chisholm says that was bad acting even even for me. It's true. Um So we we got uh, I'm going to save all the best stuff for if Sean ever shows back up. But I'm going to do this. Um MJF got interviewed um you know, you because Jay White does cut the promo after his after his match with Penta, and then MJF gets injured, interviewed, and Renee's like, "What? Why? Why didn't you go down to the ring to like you know yell at them?" And MJF's like, "Renee, I'm not an idiot. I'm not some stupid baby face. I'm a scumbag." Why would I walk into a four-on-one beatdown? You know? <laughs> um, okay, because AEW Dynamite, I don't know, things that explode puns. Pun, puns about things that explode. How about that? Why, why not? Things that explode? Because it's dynamite? I don't know. I, I'm, I was unprepared for this. I didn't realize that Sean was going to have to completely overhaul his entire internet but i'm i'm here i'm ready to do it um the acclaimed show up to inter to interrupt mjf's interview 
and uh, and he wants nothing to do with scissoring Max Caster. Um, uh, how, this is good. Uh, Spooko's here with it. Sp- Spooko's got us covered. A uh, bomb Moxley, that's fantastic. Uh, Colt Kabuma, Adam Page, as in Adam Bomb Page. These are all great. Keep them coming. Keep them, keep them coming. Um, I like this a lot. Um, but basically, Max offered the Acclaim's services in a four-on-four match versus uh, the Bullet Club Gold. Max heartily rejected said offerings. Um, and uh, But the thing is, we all know, Sean, you, we, we all know eventually MJF is going to accept the Acclaim's offerings and join them in a four-on-four uh, match versus Bullet Club Gold. It's it's going to happen eventually. See, Sean, Sean accepts what I'm saying is the truth, and that's why he doesn't need to be here. So that's good. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Um, oh, that's good. Orion Ben says, Blasting Cap Juice Robinson. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, get it, get in your sour chats and your humper chats, humperchats.com. Um <laughs> is, is is he back? Are, are we here? That, that looks think, like you. I think. Yeah, that's better. How's it look? How's it look? Good. It looks good. A lot, lot better now. Listen, um, I got a confession to make. I moved my original PC across the room. Uh-oh. And the one that I'm using right now is missing yeah. something, Alex. What's it missing? There is no product that we have promoted more on Fightful that I use while I'm awake than NordVPN.com slash Fightful. You guys have probably seen me anchored to my desk an awful lot for quite a while, and I've always got NordVPN on all my devices. That's because that's what NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows. You get the fastest VPN in the world on all your devices, on all your operating systems. It is so beneficial to have that versatility. Here at home, I put it on my router just in case, and I put it on my phone, laptop, desktop, PC, and smart TV. That allows you to get all the benefits. The online threat protection, the ability to change your virtual location with just one click, the ability to use that NordPass password manager, the file encryption tool, all that good stuff on everything. Also, you can subscribe to all those overseas services I'm telling you all about, all with 24-7 tech support and a 30-day money-back guarantee on top of an already amazing deal. Protect yourself on all your devices with nordvpn.com slash fightful i will be installing that immediately after the show uh i want to thank uh alex for for picking up the slack there we also had the bullet club gold promo 
after the match as well. I just wanted to give you the opportunity to eloquently break down the uh, the acting that we saw. I, I think that Nick Wayne's mom might get possessed like Marlena from Days of Our Lives. Is that the one next? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. That's the type of thing either you look at and you go, that is ridiculous and terrible, or you're mm-hmm. like, that's just the kind of corny wrestling bullshit that I need type mm. of thing, depending on what kind of a fan that you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the promo afterwards at Bullet Club cut, it was it was largely focused on Juice Robinson, who has his feud within a feud mm-hmm. with MJF. And, you know, I know that MJF, very passionate about the angle in which was being portrayed last week, but they heavily leaned out of that this week. Oh yeah. No, the, the, they did that. I mean, the collision, they completely pivoted. There were no quarters anymore. Now it's his own, uh, diamond ring. Well, it's actually, as he, as he described it, pubic zycornium, um, which is definitely not how you say that, but I love it. Um, I think that's really cool that he went, I, I got a ring too. It doesn't have to be your ring. I can punch people with my ring and I'll knock some teeth out myself. Also, if, if you want to avoid pubic zycornium, use manscaped.com and the code true. Fightful. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah. But yeah, they, they very much are leaning into the feud within a feud, which I think is interesting. And, you know, I've had a week to ask people and talk to people. And it's one of those situations where I was like, you know what? I'd like to shut up and kind of listen to people more qualified than mm-hmm. me. And I do understand, and I sometimes agree with MJF on some of his methods yeah. in which where it's like he very much wants wrestling to be like a television show. And these are just characters. There's somebody that I really respected, though, that's like, man, Juice Robinson isn't always going to be a heel. And how can you justify right. ever cheering him in the future? What what I what I said on 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 my review of of Collision and all of the week of of AW, which I did last Sunday on Fivel Select, is I said that there were the some of the same people who were who were justifiably, I think, upset about the Juice Robinson quarters thing, were also the same people who were openly advocating for. Adam Cole to turn heel on MJF in the main event of Wembley yeah. by punching him with a roll of quarters and then dropping all the quarters all over. Uh, like, so you can't advocate for the hate crime in one angle and then be upset about the hate crime in another angle. I thought both things were probably bad. Probably don't do that with that with Adam Cole. If you want to ever be able to like pick up the pieces and make him a good guy ever again. Um, so yeah, no, you, you can, you just, just not do that ever with anybody. Yeah. One LT photo says nitroglyce ring of honor. Yeah. We're doing puns now. Cause you were gone. So we're doing, we're puns Shit. about things that explode. Jesus Nitro- Christ. MJF cuts an interview backstage. It is interrupted by the acclaimed. Yep. Uh, normally we would roll that into the main event, but. Uh, the acclaimed once, uh, well, Max Caster very much wants to right. befriend MJF, yes. wants to scissor MJF, says that tonight he'll win the Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal, beat him, and then he'll have to put a ring on it. I mean, yeah. this is really the most we've 
got to hear out of Max Caster ever that wasn't him rapping is the last month. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I think I think we're eventually going to get the four on four, MJF and the acclaimed and Daddy Ass versus Bullet Club Gold. Um, and it'll be it'll be a fun thing to see how MJF skin crawls as he has to tag in Max Caster. There'll be a lot of fun stuff there, I think. Orion Bins is nominating Renee and Tony for Best Faces Award. Uh, speaking of, in just two months, we'll have the voting started on Fightful Select for the uh, Fightful Awards, the second ever Fightful Awards. But Tony Storm not only has an angle now in which she can get over with like 90 seconds of on-screen time, but now during the commercials, Alex. Right. Yeah. It's, it's the silent film element of it. A silent film element, including this time where uh, RJ City playing uh, a studio executive offered to give her a pearl necklace and she slapped him. And then he said, no, I meant the jewelry. And she said, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I just did not realize that you could do that on national television. But RJ City is helps out with these an awful lot, too, from what Mm -hmm. I understand, which shocker. If you listen to any of his references, he's he's a smart, he's a smart dude. Yeah, he's very, very smart. Hikaru Shida defeated Emi Sakura. There were a couple times I thought they were not going to kick out on time. I was like, oh, and it was still very, very close. Very um, good. Emi Sakura is somebody that was featured in heavily in the early days of Dynamite and yeah. then was sort of a victim of uh, of the, the pandemic an awful yeah. lot. 47 yeah. years old, still out there working. Still having her match. I mean, they, they went about nine, ten minutes tonight. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a good defense for Sheeta. Unfortunately, it is one of those defenses where you knew Sakura had no chance of winning. Right. Which is right. something that I wish they would rectify. Like, reintroduce us to Sakura in in, in ways. Like, give her some they- wins on TV. That that part, yes. I love the vignette that they played before the match. Yes, that was very said, helpful. Like, like they they laid out the entire history. The fact that they had they had wrestled ten times and eight times Emi Sakura beat Hikaru Shida. Like that to me, even though I know, I know there's no way that Hikaru Shida is losing the title Emi Sakura, they introduced enough doubt because well, it looks like Emi Sakura's got her number. And and everything that Hikaru Shida knows, Emi Sakura taught her. Like, they, they did a great job with that little vignette of expressing enough doubt in a kayfabe way to get me to, like, to get me to watch those 2.95s and go, wait a minute, they're not going to do this crazy thing where, like, Hikaru Shida said, no, it's fine. I want her to have a, a title run. I'll get it back from her. I, like, I don't know what's going on backstage with, with the politicking. I know there's a lot of people who keep saying that at some point Emmy needs to have a title run, TBS title, whatever, because she's of what she's meant to not only this company but the entire business of women's wrestling. Um, so yeah, I I thought this was an excellent part. I liked it a lot. Uh, yeah, the, the video was very helpful. I think that's important. I thought the match was good. Um, yeah. I don't think that she'll get a title run in AEW, but you mentioned how she had Sheeta's number. The thing with me was You're though. Right. Everybody misfit, else, misfits, misfits, right? It was just every eliminator match. Yeah, if, if she won this, then she got a title shot against Sakaru Shida. So that's that's what it was. Within the context of the show, I'm like, okay, they at least set it up that 
she had Sheeta's number, and that's why she would get a title eliminator. Right. But the last time I saw her was on Rampage, losing to Sky Blue in four minutes. And yeah. before that, it was the month before getting a title shot where she lost to Chris Tatlander in four and a half minutes. Yeah. And before that, it was her on Dynamite losing. And before yep. that, it was her in another title match on Rampage where she lost. Right. And before that, it was against Taya Valkyrie, and she lost. Mm-hmm. In fact, I haven't seen her win in AEW since April. So I wish, like, just on one of these shows that they have, Rampage, let her go out, have her win a match in 25 seconds with a Tiger driver, for the love of God. You know what's great is they have all this time, and they, they only do. ever have one. They only ever have one women's match. I mean, yes. they could easily. There was a bunch of squashes on Collision. They could have just had Emmy Sakura come out there and squash some poor local girl, and be like, "Oh, well, this is how she gets a title, a title eliminator match." Right out of that, especially yeah. with that dope ass Tiger Driver, she does. Yes. Where she yes. just releases, yes. and the crowd goes, "Oh." Yeah. <laughs> and the person lands. <laughs> Do that. Yep. Oh my gosh. I thought the match was was very good. A lot of, you can tell they they had a natural chemistry and a trust with each other with the pin specifically. Mm-hmm. And Sheeta winning right out of the gate is good. Yeah. I think you gotta make it you, you gotta show her as a defending champion uh right. really as often as you can and and to yes. highlight it. But also I think you should develop contenders within contenders. I always look back and listen, I thought Bull Dempsey was not good, but mm-hmm. I thought it was, I, I loved how NXT back in the day did this. They had Bull Dempsey win a bunch of matches and you're like, yes. not good, but hey, he's winning matches. And then he went up against Baron Corbin, who was also mm-hmm. undefeated and Baron Corbin whooped his ass Yep, and made it look even better. I thought that that, that went a yeah. long way. Yeah. We had Wardlow crush Ryan Nemeth, one powerbomb, a one KO. last ride powerbomb knockout. That was some uh, stuff. I love that. It was. It was great. Uh, Wardlow does not talk. Instead, Tony Schiavone says, why are you back? As if like getting a paycheck wasn't enough. Mm-hmm. But he points at his wrist tape and it says MJF. I am happy about this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, people had mentioned that the wrist tape in the past but yep for a year over a year i've been saying why would wardlow not be going after mjf the last time they met he obliterated mjf yeah and there's there's an interview that he that he gave this week where he was like everyone seems to think everyone likes this guy now everyone's forgotten what a piece of crap this guy is i haven't forgotten i'm not, i'm here to remind people who this guy really is. So I love this. I love that he's after MJF. But here's what I want to tie things together. I love Bullet Club Gold. The thing they're sorely lacking to be a really dominant faction is a big guy who crushes people. Wardlow hates MJF. Jay White and Bullet Club Gold hate MJF. Jay White recruiting M- uh, Wardlow into the fold to use that hatred for his own advantage, even if he's just using Wardlow, and then the story can be Wardlow finds that out and wants to crush Jay White, but like harness that and use it to help Bullet Club Gold in their thing with MJF. And and Wardlow is out here crushing guys in two seconds. He's not getting anywhere near MJF, but he could. 
if he was hanging around Bullet Club Gold, like there's a really cool thing where you could bring him in. That would be great, man. Right now, there are so many ingredients involved with MJF. There's Adam Cole and Neck Strong doing their own thing. Samoa Joe is cutting his own promos. Max Caster and the Acclaimed are trying to get close to him. You've got Bullet Club Gold. Now you've got Wardlow. And then backstage, you had Kenny Omega. Mm -hmm. And we have almost never seen these two face-to-face in the five years of AEW. Yeah, And it's one of those matches... Very clearly, they are kept away from each other for a reason. Yeah. It seemed very much like Kenny Omega is like, yeah, we'll see if I let you keep that title reign. To me, this is a pay-per-view main event. A very clear pay-per-view main event uh, that they should do. But this, just seeing them together on screen, we saw it on BTE, but on Dynamite, it's a little bit different. Yeah, this was um, this was really. I, I love that that MJF comes out with the. We know we don't really actually talk to you too much, but I want you know I I respect the hell out of you. I think you're one of the greatest ever, and I you know blah blah blah. And then thirteen days, bitch, uh, because that's when he breaks Kenny's record. Um, so I I love the just the just the insertion of the possibility of a Kenny Omega versus MJF match for that title. It won't happen. I don't think unless they do a, a special thing next week, um, it won't happen before he, he breaks the, uh, the record. Um, but kind of cool. If they just did. So you know what collision? Cause he breaks the record on a Tuesday. That's when he actually hits the, the record. So he can't do it. He breaks it on Halloween. So he can't actually do it on the November 1st, but if he did it on the collision before he breaks the record, why the hell not MJF versus Kenny Omega. And the thing of it is you can protect everybody because you know Don Callis is going to want to get involved in it. Just give us 15 to 20 minutes of MJF and and Kenny Omega. Let's see what happens. And you know they'll figure out a way to like jimmy up the finish so that they're going to have something with Don Callis getting involved. Or Bullet Club Gold. I am fascinated by this. Like, where will they place it? Like, Will they will they try to do like a big TV rating for it? Do they have major plans for it? Mm-hmm. How will that go? Uh, and I'm I'm just glad it's being teased. I'm just glad it's being teased. Um, somebody says Battle of the Belts is coming. Why not then? <laughs> they ain't doing it there. They ain't no. doing it there. Uh, will says it doesn't look good when Raw has 17 women on the show and NXT has four women's matches. It doesn't look good. We can at least get two. I completely agree. Will there should be at least two. If, if you want to do one in a squash, I'm happy with that at this point. Yeah. Just show me that you, you'll you do it. Yeah. Dynamite and Collision should have a minimum of two men's matches every week. It's not hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jorge Saldivar says, Kenny said, we'll see about that when MJF said 13 more days. Is there a chance they might wrestle before those 13 days? That would seem like hot shotting at an awful lot, right? Well, that's what I'm as, like. We has to have collision. We still have dynamite next week. Um, MJF versus Kenny could happen on that next collision. There's two more shows that you could have them interact with the collision this weekend, dynamite next week, and then announce it on dynamite 
Collision, the main event of Collision, Kenny Omega versus MJF. Like, try and pop a number with that. Like, why not? Like, get people tuning in, be people talking about it. Jordan Scott says, so many legit challengers for MJF's belt is epic. Yes. And it doesn't need to be an interrupting promo for an elimination chamber or something like that. It can just be, now this guy's up. Now this guy's up. Right. Now this guy's up. Now this guy's up. And like Swerve is out there too. <laughs> like, there's so it. many. You, he does. Samoa Joe has been cutting these amazing promos backstage saying, I'm coming back for that belt, Max. Like there's there's a yeah. lot of people out there. I'm I'm loving it. Alex Fitzgerald said so many targets are eyeing MJF, Samoa Joe, Wardlow, Bullet Club Gold, Omega, Adam Cole could still turn on MJF. Who do you think wins the belt? I could see a situation where Joe wins the belt. I could see a situation where I I think Adam Cole was going to. I think Adam Cole was going to win the title, but unfortunately that's not where they're at. I think that... They were crafting that as I knocked the windshield or the windscreen off my my mic, that situation. However, it looks like that could be a long time. Yeah. Do do you think, I'll ask you this, if if they had planned on Cole, Mm -hmm. do you think they just hold off until Cole is ready and then have him do it? How long are we thinking that is? I don't know. For listen, I mean, if it's like five, six months, like that's a that's a lot of just treading water, like, like double or you nothing. You know what I mean? But I, is it treading water when you've got Bullet Club Gold, right. Wardlow, Joe? So, well, to me, like I, I, I listen. It's 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 interesting to me this whole MJF thing that he's finally now back in a real, honest to God feud that doesn't feel like, um, you know. Hey, I'm hanging out with my friend and we're friends and we're, we're, we're going to have our match. But then before that, it was like the four pillars. Like he's having a real honest to God feud with Jay White. Okay. Let's say he gets past Jay White. Then do you do, then you do you do Omega? Do you go Samoa Joe again? Like how many of these, is there a law of diminishing returns where we kind of get bored of a, they're doing a thing on, on the other brand where a lot of people believe that perhaps one man has held on to one title for a bit too long and it's getting kind of old and let's figure out somebody to take the title off them already. Um, I, 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 I think that they're, 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 they're inching up him breaking the record. I'm totally cool with. And then you can figure out a way, like what is the story we're going to build to have that taken off of him? Um, I, I, six months, I'll, I'll eat my words ha- happily, but it feels like they would just find things to keep him busy as opposed to really have great things with a reason why he has to retain every time. Tony says Wardlow, Kenny, Joe, possibly Swerve, Hangman, and Cole upon his return. Either Max is going to go through the ringer before or after Jay, or is there going to be some kind of multi-match down the road? Do you see the Don Callis family versus UE down the road? I do see that down the road. I just figure that Jericho will find a way to make it like the Jericho elite mm-hmm. or something like that. That's just, yeah. you know, his thing. Um, I think it should be sort of a murderer's row of challengers. I don't think it should be all at once. I think it should be a murderer's row. Who you got next? Who yeah. you got next? And that that's, that's how I feel about it. That's yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, we yeah. got the Don Kesha or the Don Callis to Kesha and Hobbs promo. Uh, Don says, do you think the placements of the Last Supper paintings have any meaning? Hobbs spot is interesting. Now, see, that is something next level that I hadn't even considered, but it is something that I bet that Callis would think yeah. of down the, the line. If you look at the if you look at it, um the people near nearer to the ends of the table, they're all there's a bunch, there's there's at least four guys there that have their faces digitally blurred, basically. And easy for Mel Coleman to go in and add a specific person if anybody were to ever get recruited. Um I don't know if 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 where Hobbs is is uh, specific to that as opposed to he was just recruited later, so he got added to the left. Is he always in Judas's spot? Okay. Well, I mean Jericho should have been in Judas's spot. They should have painted it to have Jericho yeah, in Judas's spot. They should have done Damn. that. Damn. Damn. Hobbs says that uh, he hates Jericho because when he was little, <laughs> Jericho cussed at his mom and told him to shut up and sit down. Um, <laughs> no, no, not not his mom, his big mama, his, his big... grandma who raised. Okay, him. like That's so true. Jericho big timing Hobbs's grandma is is the origin story of powerhouse Hobbs. I love it. Listen, I hope Jericho's next promo is, and I quote: "Good night, Jabroni Mark, without a life that don't know it is a work when you work a work and work yourself into a shoot, Mark." H H. Yeah, H H. You gotta say H H. <laughs> he worked Hobbs into a shoot that yeah. is now a work, Alex. Oh yeah. No, this is this is great. Also, it makes baby it makes Hobbs do a baby face. Like he is he is fight he is destroying Jericho for the honor of his big mama. Like I love you can't it. you can't you can't get more baby face than that. I love it. I like it. Great. I listen. I'm on Team Hobbs here. I oh, am. Gotta be on Team Hobbs. I thought Kyle Fletcher did really good on the mic tonight. He like really he came, did. he came he out and he didn't say he wasn't trying to get himself over. He wasn't mm -hmm. trying to make little jokes. He was out there saying, I don't need you. You need me. That's why my friend Will Ospreay called me up and asked for a favor when he said that you were begging mm -hmm. for his help. Yep. I love that. That put Kyle Fletcher in the driver's seat yeah. in that, that situation. And it had Callis sort of backing up and being like, well, if you win, maybe we can do business right. trying to save mm -hmm. face a little bit. Yeah. The bully tried to get in his face and point him down. And Fletcher said, uh, nobody no, that no, it don't work no. like that. And I thought he did great. And of course the match was a humper. You knew Omega was going to win the whole time, but it was a humper. Yeah. Um, uh, Kyle Fletcher's 24. Yeah. 20. I want to say 24. He is doing this, what he is doing now with Omega. And then we saw with Danielson, like, and everything he's done as part of Aussie Open. Um, yeah. at 24. Um, I I don't think that I'm out of line when I say that at some point. Kyle Fletcher will be widely regarded as the best wrestler in the world. I don't think that's that's too far to because he's only 24 now. Most wrestlers don't reach their prime until they're like 30, 31, 32. Yeah. 
So like, I mean, any any more like mid thirties, right? Yeah, but think about how much more he can he can uh, he can improve. He can learn from be- working with people like Danielson and Omega. He's only going to get better. Hanging out with Osprey, he's only going to get better and better and better. He's already doing such amazing stuff. He's only going to improve. I I am in awe of of where he is at this age and just thinking about what we're going to see out of him in the next 10, 15 years. If you look at him physically and you look at the in-ring work and then you go back and you look at Seth Rollins at 24, Kenny Omega at 24, AJ Styles at 24, mm-hmm. um, Will Ospreay at 24, there are a lot of similarities there. A whole yeah. lot of similarities there. And I think that I think that him working Omega in this match is sort of a look at the future. It's a crystal ball, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Uh, especially as he gets older, he fills out more. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna streamline all that stuff. I mean, now he ain't got to worry about money. He signed to AEW no. for a very long time. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I think it's gonna Great be stuff. good. Orion uh, Ben says Kenny Kyle said she to Emmy and said, uh, "Went well, turned it up." Uh, I'll tell you what I like. AEW of late and and Raw too are like yeah. let's just have some slappers. Sometimes yeah. you just need some slappers. Yeah, and that's what I that's what I love. Let's do that. I also love that Dan House, and we got the infomercial. He's coming back. I'm excited for it. Halloween season too. You just know Perfect. his stuff's gonna sell like crazy. Oh yeah, no, he's he's gonna he's gonna move merch. He's gonna he's gonna curse some fools. It's gonna be great. Very, very, very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very, very, very nice. Very evil. Lance Archer defeated Barrett Brown. Didn't just defeat Barrett Brown. Introduced Barrett Brown, mm-hmm. who I want to say did incredible in his role mm-hmm. as well. Sold his ass off. Tried to fight back. Lance Archer looked incredible. FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, best $54 a year in the business. Reported mm-hmm. last week that the GIF that he posted about, I'm not going anywhere, not related to a contract, but hey, fortunately, he's back. And he hit the blackout, and he looked great. And listen, if you fit two minutes in every so Mm -hmm. often Mm -hmm. to have Lance Archer crush people, Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Sometimes I just like to see people do their cool moves. Yeah, uh, I I like having Lance Archer back. This is great. Um, This, I do think, they do one of these pretty much every episode of Dynamite and one of these every episode of Collision. Can one of the two spots be for women to do a similar yes. length match? The that's Tiger just, that's Driver, the thing give it me. to me. Just, Again, I would love that. Br- Listen, have Emi Sakura beat the shit out of some 110-pound girl. Yeah, just, sure. <laughs> I would love it. I would yeah. love it. Person says, read my comment. Well, John, if you get in your super chat and humper chat, you can get your question or statement right on the air. But, John, I'm reading this one for free, my friend. So now <laughs> you good. probably feel obligated, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, yeah. if if you don't feel obligated to send a super chat, maybe you can get yourself some cereal. Mm-hmm. I've long told you guys how much I love magicspoon.com slash fightful. And now Magic Spoon has reinvented your favorite childhood cereals and your favorite childhood treats. The cereal is great, contains zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, four to five grams of net carbs per serving, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, 140 calories per serving in all your favorite flavors. But now they also have these great 
on-the-go snacks, these brand-new treats. You can have totally delicious, high-protein cereal bars for breakfast, dessert, and any time in between. They're just like the marshmallow treats you had as a kid, but with only one gram of sugar and one to two grams of net carbs, and they're packed with 11 grams of protein per bar. They also have a wonderful chocolatey peanut butter flavor as well. Head over to magicspoon.com slash Fightful, grab a custom bundle of cereal, and try it yourself. Don't forget to try those brand new marshmallow and chocolatey peanut butter treats. Use our promo code Fightful at checkout to save $5 off your order. And if that's not enough, they are backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. You have nothing to lose by trying these delicious new treats and all the classic cereal that you love. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful and use the code Fightful to save $5. Please leave a thumbs up on this video, by the way, guys. Tom LaValle says, give me a Nyla squash instead of Lance. Listen, you can do one this week, one the next week also. Adam Copeland's rated R rebuttal to Christian Mm. Cage was disturbingly PG, Alex. It wasn't very rated R at all. It wasn't rated R. Like, listen. No. I mean, I guess you you could, but he didn't say anything particularly controversial. He said, in fact, I thought he added some nice color to this. He goes, Mm -hmm. I made the plan to come to AEW so I could team with my best friend again, and he seemed all on board until it started to become a reality. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everybody's got that friend who seems on board with plans, and then the week of, they're not as responsive. The day of, they're not as responsive. Then, when they show up, they hit you with a chair. Yep. Well, um, Adam Edge Copeland says, I'm not going to fight Christian Cage. I don't want his title. I don't want that. He's like, I want my friend, and I want to end my career the way I started it with the guy who I put in a good word for decades Mm. ago. Yeah. I mean, largely took credit for helping get him there. He took credit for literally everything that Christian has ever done. There you go. Which does not, to me, speak like this is a guy who I firmly believe is the most underrated wrestler in the history of this business. But if I hadn't done all the work for him, he'd be managing an IT firm somewhere in Ontario. Those two things, I feel like, don't quite coexist the way he thinks they do. And I I think that's intentional. I think they're setting up some interesting stuff between them for that for that reason about that. But I did like the I'm not going to fight it because either that's going to be a provable lie in a couple of months when they actually do fight each other or that's going to be the thing that gets in the way that that, that basically rated FTR is going to face um, um, uh, rated FTR and Danielson is going to face. Bullet, uh, 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 Big Bill, Ricky Starks, Luchasaurus, Nick Wayne, and Christian's not going to be involved. And it's that kind of a thing of Christian's always going to not be in the thing. Or if they do have a tag match, they'll just make sure they'll never in the ring at the same time. They're going to do a lot of those things until we finally have to have. We have to have it. The one-on-one Edge versus Christian match. Bizarro Big L says the Omega Challenge isn't out of nowhere. Max has a checklist he put out and more. Wardlow, Eddie, Hangman, Claudio, Joe, and Swerve. And a rare BTE appearance to whisper the days a few weeks ago. 
All I need is Max breaking down with Dan Housen asking for money. Well, yeah, obviously it's not out of nowhere, but you can't consider BTE consistent canon within no. the context of this show. This was the introduction to that as well. Yes. Statlander versus Willow for the TBS title and Cassidy against the winner of uh, Isaiah Cassidy, John Silver, and Kip Sabian added to Battle of the Belts, in which neither of those titles will change hands, as we have learned from Battle of the Belts, Alex. But uh, I yes. do like that that Chris Statlander is like, this person deserves a title shot. Yeah. Let's make it happen. I, I think they have the best opportunity uh, to break that streak with this Battle of the Belts. Um, and they could fix, fit, fit it into a storyline as well. Because Willow came out today. She's number eight on the PWI Women's uh, 250. Um, everyone loves Willow. Um, Stat and Willow are going to have a fantastic match. Willow's doing this thing now with Sky Blue, where they both got missed by Julia Hart, who's still on her honeymoon. Um, but they're they're turning more darkish. They're not the same bubbly baby faces that they were before. Like if you did a shock title change from, from Statlander to Willow, it would do two things. It would further that storyline immensely. You could uh, have an opportunity for Statlander to get her belt back at some point, but also it would end the whole, not going to watch battle of the belts because no one's ever going to get it. There's never going to be a title change on there. If you prove us wrong the first time, all of a sudden the second, the next time there's a battle of the belts, people will be more willing to tune in because last time they didn't tune in, there was a title change and they missed it. I mean, it's just, it's a thing they could do. Rob Van Dam in action next week in Philadelphia with Hook. That makes an awful lot of sense to me. Yuda and Claudio versus Starks and Big Bill at Collision. That is going to be a humper. That's, That's a good one. Yuda uh, and Claudio in action. And Sky Blue versus Ruby Soho on Rampage as well. We continued with the next strong segments. Mm -hmm. Adam Cole is ready to leave. He's ready to yes. get surgery. I am also ready to leave having to watch these. <laughs> I see why they're doing them. They take about two minutes. Yeah. It gets, it gets one of their top stars yeah. on the show. Uh, so I don't blame them for doing them. Justin Rivera says, do you think there's enough time for Cole to get healthy before MJF's contract is up? If the contract is legitimately up at the end of the year, no, no. I do not. I no. do not. Um, Irene says, if Cole's out for a long time, have either Jay or Swerve beat MJF for the title. Kenny's awesome, but he doesn't need the title again right now. I agree. If, if the situation calls for it, have somebody beat MJF for the title because I don't want somebody to just beat him to beat him just because Cole's right. going to be out for a while. I think it needs to right. make sense. And the reason why you have a long reign like this is so the next person gets over to me. Right. That's, that's how I feel about it. Oh, but, absolutely. But I mean, as we've often seen in wrestling for, especially like the last 15 right. years, really since the Cena and Batista era launched yeah. since yeah. then, so much of it has been, yeah, but is that the case? Cause not really. Um, Kenny is a made man forever. Um, 
and and you could argue that you know basically both Jay and Swerve are, but it would be their first time holding that kind of a title in AEW. Would be a huge deal for either of them. The rub from being the guy to beat MJF would be huge for both dudes. Um, depending on how long uh, Adam Cole is out, um, there's you know this might be a better best time to strike while they aren't as hot with Jay White or perfectly build a swerve taking MJF's title, um, some maybe by, by revolution or something. Uh, but there's also a thing where you could have MJF kind of like down and upset because he lost his title. And when Cole comes back, he can be the one to pick up his friend to be like, let's go get those tag titles back, which presumably they will have lost because uh, Adam, because MJF can't defend them in handicap matches forever. Gosh, I forgot they were even still tag champions. Yeah, they're still tag champions. Who knows what they're going to do with that? But I, yeah. I completely forgot about that. That yeah. Which I mean, I guess that's an interesting aspect of it because he's got so many challengers for his other title right now. Yeah. Well, Roddy asks Adam Cole to make one of his famous peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, <laughs> and. He makes, by the way, the ingredients don't look good at all for this peanut because butter. Because they're, they're this that organic jam. That doesn't very, have any I know. In it. Yeah. I know. Nah. I know. Mm. Uh, Alex Fitzgerald said Cole turned heel. He can't make a PB and J sandwich. The highlight of this was how pathetic the effort of Roderick Strong was to eat the sandwich mm -hmm. as he looked at it. Very clearly with crust. Oh. It disintegrates in his hand and just rolls down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I unapologetically enjoyed it. Uh, also, listen, I'm a crunchy peanut butter guy. Oh, yeah, I got it. You got to have the chunky peanut butter. I, yeah. I don't mess with smooth. So L listen, I have perfected my PB&J the way I like it. Lightly toasted sourdough, chunky peanut butter, raspberry jelly. That's the way I really like it. Sourdough, huh? Yeah, I've always been a sourdough guy, but but especially with 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 um with with PB and J, especially if you get the the bread a little warm, because all of a sudden that peanut butter starts to Ooh. melt. Oh, it's so good. Ooh, listen at, at so my good. my alma mater, Moorhead State University. There was a like in in the food hall. There was a sandwich place called Pals, uh -huh. and you, you get your run of the mill like paninis and stuff like uh -huh. that. And then people just kind of realized you can get peanut butter and jelly from there too. And that became yes. like the go-to. Oh, and a PB&J panini is really listen, good stuff. Listen, there are some elementary foods. A hot dog that was, listen, whatever animal that they, they did away with, it was meant to be a hot dog from the time they raised it. A gourmet <laughs> hot dog. Mm -hmm. mm. Listen, I sound like Seahawk right now. From the time that muskrat call, crawled out of the swamp, it knew it was going to be a hot dog. It knew it was going to be a hot dog. Yeah. And whoever caught it knew it was going to be a yeah. hot dog. That's right. That's I really right. wish I could be a vegan because that makes me feel horrible. Caden mm -hmm. says, Kenny, talk to me mid-match. I am not okay. Well, Caden, my friend, you were not even beforehand. Yeah. But there we go. Juice Robinson wins the 2023 Dynamite Dozen Battle Royal. Yeah. Jordan Scott says, honestly, let Juice take the ring. Jay take yes. the belt at full gear with a Wardlow turn. Uh, no friends, no hired guns for MJF. 
gets a chance when Cole is back. I would love to see MJF lose everything that he worked for. His friends, his title, his ring, and maybe even his contract. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's like, man, you were really terrible. We dealt with you because we had to type of thing. I don't know how they would play that. I don't, know. I don't know how they would play it either. I don't know how they could play that. But listen, no, there, I, there's, a, there's a way. There's there's a story there. Well, there. There's a way you can do that. Like, Juice winning the ring from um, from MJF, I think, is a is a given. Um, because you want him to be at his lowest when he has to yeah. face Jay White. You don't want him to sure. be coming off of riding high, having beaten Juice and retained his diamond ring. Also, if he doesn't have the diamond ring, that's one less thing he can go to to try and beat Jay White. He's got he's got to lose the. Di- I don't know if they're going to have him lose to Jay White, but I I'd feel reasonably certain Juice is going to take that diamond ring from him. So the Dynamite Dozen Battle Royal, it's a run-of-the-mill battle royal. Um, it's got the Hardys in there. You know, not bad. Uh, it's got Jake Hager, former world champion Jake Hager. Mm-hmm. Daniel Garcia is still very over. He Super needs to be highlighted over. more. I thought the best part of this was MJF walking down to the ring and paying off Dustin Rhodes to do Shattered Dreams to Juice Robinson. That was... So good, Alex. Uh, I thought he was going to try and pay him off to like make sure you eliminate him, but that yeah. wasn't it. Just make sure you <laughs> kick him in the balls really hard. <laughs> I love it. I was like, that's it. Perfect. It comes Perfect. down to Max Caster and Juice Robinson. Juice Robinson does a great job selling, almost getting knocked off the apron. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, Juice wins. You knew he was going to win, but I thought, right. you know, not, not often we see a Battle Royal main event a show either. And right. AEW loves their battle royals and their tournaments. Uh, yeah. Overkill, in my opinion. Yeah. But you knew what this was setting up. And Juice Robbins, or actually Jay White and MJF, brawled mm-hmm. at the end of the show as well. Yep. Any any issues with Juice winning this? It made sense. No, no, no. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, they, I also didn't like... The, 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 uh, the other option being Max Caster... Like th- that's not really a story. Like I'm gonna make him put the ring on my finger. Is like that's not really a story. Yeah. The only real option to have anybody win this was Juice. It was kind of a foregone conclusion. Bizarro Big L says Willow and Sky Blue in an offshoot House of Black with Julia calling the shots could be interesting. Sky's lacked depth for her character. Willow going heel could add new dimensions. Looking at the division, the women need new baby faces stat. Yeah, I think Julia will be back sooner than later, too. She was only supposed to be out for uh, a few weeks. Yeah, I love the but, idea of, of Willow doing the Daniel Bryan and the Wyatt family thing. Yeah. Where, like, she's fighting against it. They won't won't accept. She, yes. She, she, baby faceness is in her blood. She can't, she can't go fully to the dark side. There could be something fun there. So we saved uh, easily the most newsworthy thing for the last segment. Yes, Sting came out and uh, he said that he knows he has retired before, mm-hmm. but the 2015 retirement did not sit well with him no. or, or the retirement that he had. And he said that in that speech, he said the only thing for sure about Sting is that nothing's for nothing's sure. Nothing's for sure. Yep. 
He put over a lot of people, some of which the crowd did not enjoy, especially Hulk Hogan. The crowd booed him heavily. Uh, They wooed Ric Flair heavily. Yeah. Talked about Dusty Rhodes as well. And Sting talked about retirement, the long-rumored retirement. And Tony Khan has outright said Sting will retire when he wants to retire. Right. Tony said as long as he can do stuff, Mm-hmm. We'll work around it. Sting said, AEW Revolution was my first AEW match. And AEW Revolution 2024 is going to be my last match. And he said, the only thing for sure about Sting is that my retirement at AEW Revolution is for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will be 65 that month. Yeah. Two, two he- weeks after. That he, after Revolution, he'll turn 65. He uh, has wrestled since November of 85. That's crazy. He's, which, I mean, also puts in perspective a lot about Dustin Rhodes, who has wrestled, he started wrestling less than three years after, and is 10 years younger. Um, Yeah. There's going to be a lot of people saying, who's the match going to be? Mm-hmm. Who's this? Who's that? Man, this one, this one hits me in my feels, Alex. Now, yep. granted, there there was a four and a half year period where it was, it seemed abundantly clear that Sting was never coming back. In fact, oh yeah, it was pretty well the first four years of Fightful almost. Uh, yeah. We we existed in a non-Sting world, so mm-hmm. it's not like I've never been a wrestling fan without Sting or never covered wrestling without Sting. But man, getting Sting back was a surprise anyway. I'm like, well, what's he going to do here? Some cinematic stuff? Okay. Yeah. Then he started to wrestle. And I I remember that's what made me go to an AEW pay-per-view right after, right as we were emerging from the pandemic. I was like, I've never seen Sting wrestle. I have to see him wrestle. Yeah. It's been hitting me hard, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's crazy to me that like, you know, that when I started watching, um, wrestling, that was, that was when the crow sting was in the rafters. Yeah. Like, and he was the coolest thing in the world. Like just the way the aura about crow sting was, was amazing to me. And then I went back years later and watched all of his surfer sting stuff and I could not believe it was the same dude. Um, and he, there's just always been a mystique around Sting. And it's crazy to me that he's decided to, he decided in this last run to reinvent himself as a crazy daredevil who jumps off of tall things. Um, but yeah, I, I think that, I, I don't know. There's, there's a, Darby has said he will never wrestle against Sting. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's gotta be Sting versus Darby. I think it might be Sting and Darby tagging against. And the question is there, who would that be? Who would they tag I, against? Honestly, I would I would love if it were Edge and Christian by that yeah. time. I think that, that one would be that would be great. I think that'd be very cool. Yeah. Um Will Chisholm. By the way, guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. Uh we're heading down the home stretch here. Will Chisholm says, I think the show was good. Sting hit me hard, but the wrestlers. Please don't name drop Hulk Hogan. His reaction was funny, though. Uh, I wish that uh, 
he was like, you know, the thing I learned from Hulk Hogan is you know, make sure you don't have Nick Patrick ref your matches. Right. Uh, yeah. But. Huh. Somebody says, isn't Darby hiking Mount Everest? Listen, Sting's retirement is more important than Mount, Mount Everest. <laughs> Mount Everest, apparently. I did some research on this because I wanted to know when Darby would be off TV. Um, April through June is peak. So he could do the revolution match at the beginning of March he, and immediately. He told me he his... would he told me he would likely miss double or nothing. Yeah. So there you go. Zach Barber says 100 percent Sting is challenging for and winning the TNT title at full gear and getting one last title run. That's TK's gift. So TK is giving him a gift next week. Huh, man. I, w- I wouldn't mind that, but also Sting has said that he doesn't want titles. He doesn't want title right. shots. Because otherwise, yep. he and Darby would, would would have deserved and earned a tag yep. title shot. They're undefeated. Sting's not lost in AEW, has he? Maybe as part of like a giant like eight-man tag or something? I Maybe. have no idea. Like an all-star? But if, if he has, it must have been in some giant multi-man thing. That's that's only as, as I'm possible. looking. Man, I don't think Sting's lost at all in AEW. <laughs> Period. <laughs> like at all. Not only that, he didn't lose at Noah when he was there either. No, no. Man, I'm going to be emotional about this. I'm. I think that it's probably going to be a show that I try to attend. I'm. I'm praying it's in North Carolina. Like, listen, I know it ain't going to be around me. But North Carolina seems right. You know, the, the WCW yeah. connection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they would go right back to California. Not, but then no, again, not, not after full gear. No. We're talking would, about would, the company that runs Chicago every two and a half weeks. I mean, they're, they're, they, they do Wrestle Dream in Seattle, full gear in LA. They're not going back to the West Coast three, three times in a row for the pay per views. Yeah. Charlotte would be great. Please bring Charlotte. it to Charlotte so I can get that Lexington direct flight, please. That'd be nice. I can <laughs> I can yeah. fly in that afternoon, fly out the next morning. Yeah. Please yeah. and thank you. Uh, Alex, tell the people where they can find you. They can find me uh, on uh, the Twitter slash the X at um, Alex Sour Grabs on Fightful Select, reviewing Raw every Monday, um, uh, doing a watch along for Rampage while reviewing SmackDown. On Fridays, most Saturdays will be re- reviewing Collision. Uh, probably this one as well. Also, uh, if you're if you're all interested in uh, me and Kate reviewing movies, this weekend is the craziest thing I've ever. We're reviewing a movie called Frankenhooker, and it is everything you would say. Assume the title would be, and then some. It's one of the craziest movies I've ever seen. It's on Tubi. You can watch it for free. Oh, boy. Please watch me and Kate review this ridiculous thing at noon Eastern on Friday on the Know Your News channel. Thank you. Uh, Vicky, Luis will find your chat immediately, and we will make sure that it gets read. Uh, Patrick says, what kind of makeup for Sting's retirement? I would love, actually, I, I do. I did find yours, Vicky. There we go. Uh, I think it might be a, a hybrid, like crow with some color yeah. in it. That would be I really think, cool. I think we could absolutely see that. Vicky says, Hi, SRS and Alex. Say it ain't so. Gonna start my morning period now. I'm heartbroken. I knew it was coming, but I don't have to like it. Sting rules forever. SRS, you deserve an interview. Oh, buddy, I am gonna pull every 
string that I possibly can to get a sting interview before then. That is one of my, my big ones that I want to get. Uh, I, I didn't meet sting. He did a sort of off camera run in on uh, my Eric Bischoff interview. I've interviewed NWO sting and that was actually a really good interview, but Vicky, I know you're a big sting fan. So I'm, I'm my heart's with you, but I'm feeling it too. My friend, uh, Tom says for stings last match, sell out the Georgia dome. Hmm. Well, I would imagine they've got it booked. Wherever they they've got, they've already got it booked because it's they, 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 they know they months. know what they're doing at. But they but but doing. but if they do that in WCW country, whatever yes. they're whatever they're running is going to sell out for Sting's last match. Meet Norma says hi, buddies. I checked with Step Host. She got the reference. I don't. I don't get the that's, reference. That's that's a that's the pearl necklace one. Oh did, Jesus! Did Denise Christ. get the reference for, for Pearl Necklace? Because she doesn't uh, usually. You yeah, got she it. She doesn't usually. She <laughs> she did not understand what me saying that Ari Emanuel bang bussing Vince McMahon meant. She did not. She did not. Uh, guys, fightfulselect.com. Uh, today I had news on Serena Deeb being backstage at AEW. You know, some conflicting word within the company about why why she missed. We've got Ibuki Hoshi uh, notes as well. I did a background tour of uh, the of this out back here, so you can check that out. We had select portions, news on Tasha Steele's uh, AEW pay-per-views. Yesterday, we had details on how things have changed with WDB over the last three weeks. We had Raw producers, Raw plans as well, uh, news on the Grizzled Young Vets, Billy Corgan, NWA, their TV deal, all that good stuff. And that's in addition to all the stuff we had last week. The big updates on CM Punk, the big updates or lack thereof of Velveteen Dream, uh, Ray Phoenix's visa issues. We spoke to CJ Perry, backstage reaction to Tony Khan and his tweets. Randy Orton updates, AW Fight Forever updates, so much stuff, fightfulselect.com. And in addition to that, a bunch of podcasts as well. Thank you all so much. We're out. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.